Hello, my name is Dimitri Boone. Welcome to Listen Up, the Inglewood Public Library podcast. I'm going to read the first introductory chapter of Hallelujah, the Welcome Table by Maya Angelou, published by Random House 2004. Pie Fishing. My grandmother, who my brother Bailey and I called Mama, baked lemon meringue pie that was unimaginably good. My brother and I waited for the pie. We yearned for it, longed for it. Bailey even hinted and dropped slightly veiled suggestions about it, but none of his intimations hastened its arrival, nor could anything he said stave off the story that came part and parcel with the pie. Bailey would complain, Mama, you told us that story a hundred times, or we know what happened to the old woman, and Mama, can we just have the pie? Mama always ignored his attempts to prevent her from telling the tale, but if we wanted Mama's lemon meringue pie, we had to listen to the story. There was an old woman who had made it very clear that she loved young men. Everyone in town knew where her interest lay, so she couldn't get any local young men to come to her house. Old men had to be called to clean out her chimney or fix her roof or mend her fences. She learned to count on finding young strangers who were traveling through the area. One Sunday morning, there was a new young man in church sitting alone. Mrs. Townsend saw him, and as soon as the last hymn was sung, before anyone else could reach him, she rushed over to his bench. Morning, I'm Hattie Townsend. What's your name? George Wilson, ma'am. She frowned a little. Anybody get to you? No, ma'am. I don't know anyone here. Just passed by, saw the church, and stopped in. He had used the word ma'am out of courtesy. She was all smiles again. Well, then, I'm inviting you, and I'm a good cook to my house for Sunday dinner. I have my own chickens and two cows, so my chickens are fresh and my butter is rich. I live in walking distance. Here is my address. Come around this afternoon around 3 o'clock. She patted him on the shoulder and left the church. A few young men from the congregation rushed over. Mrs. Townsend invited you for dinner? Yes. Well, I'm Bobby. Here's Taylor. This one is Raymond. We've all been to her house, and she's a good cook. The men started laughing. No, she's a great cook. It's just that after you eat, she pounces. Man, that lady can pounce, the stranger said. I don't mind a little pouncing. They all laughed again. But man, she's old. She's older than my mother. She's older than my grandmother. She's older than baseball. The stranger said, I'll eat dinner, and after that, I can take care of myself. Thanks, fellas, for warning me. Bobby shouted, Her lemon pie will make a rabbit hug a hound. Taylor added, Make a preacher lay his Bible down. Meanwhile, Mrs. Thompson entered her house and went directly to her sewing box. She put on her glasses and took out a needle. She walked back down the path to her house and stuck the needle in a tree. She returned to the house and began to cook a chicken she had resting in the refrigerator. For the next hour, she stirred pots and shifted pans. Then she set her dining table for two. 
She had time to freshen up and change before her company came. Well, welcome, Mr. Wilson. He was a little cooler than he had been at church. She knew why, but she also knew he hadn't eaten her cooking. The bathroom is here if you would like to freshen up. Dinner is not quite ready yet. Of course everything was ready, but she wanted him to have time to breathe in the fine aromas floating in the air. She served him chicken and dumplings, chicken tender as mercy and dumplings light as summer clouds. The side dishes were fried yellow summer squash and English peas. He didn't care that he was eating as if he hadn't eaten in a month. She kept pressing him, eat some more, but save a place for dessert. Some people swear by my lemon meringue pie. Between bites, she thought she heard him mumble, that's my favorite. When he put his first bite of Mrs. Townsend's pie in his mouth, he was hers. He was ready to marry her or let her adopt him. She sat opposite and watched as with each forkful, he surrendered more. After the second slice, he would have followed her to the Sahara Desert. She said, let's go out on the porch for the air. He replied meekly, yes, ma'am. Once they settled into the swing on the porch, she said, my goodness, night has fallen. It's quite dark. Yes, ma'am, it's dusk all right. They swung a few times. She asked, what on earth is that shining down there in the tree? He squinted. I can't hardly see a tree. She said, yes, I see it. It's either a needle or a pin shining. Well, I do say it's a needle. He asked, you can tell? She said, yes, I see the hole. I'll go get it. He said, well, that proves you're not as old as they say you are. When you come back, I may have some talk for you. She stepped off the porch and went down the lane and retrieved the needle. When she came back, she could hardly see the house, but she kept walking with her head up, triumph in her grasp. She tripped in the darkness. After much fumbling, she was able to stand erect. She saw that she had fallen over a cow that had lain down in the lane. Mr. Wilson saw her fall, and he could see the cow. When she gave a little scream, he bounded off the porch to help her. Once she collected herself, he said, Well, thank you for dinner. I have to go. She asked, Can't you stay for one more slice of pie? The strength of the pie can be seen in the fact that he didn't stop to think about it. She took his arm as if she wasn't going to give it back. He thought of the pie again, and then the cow and the possible pouncing. He said, no, ma'am, and snatched his arm and went away running. He escaped, but he never forgot that pie. Each time my grandmother laughed until tears flooded her cheeks. I think she knew Mrs. Townsend, or someone very much like her. Thank you for listening. For more information, visit libraries.cityofinglewood.org. Tune in again.